We knew it would be a great conversation because she is a great person. Indeed, she is the St. Louis Magazine A-list thought leader shaping the region. That is Kristen Sorth, the director and CEO of St. Louis County Library, with us on PNCC Speak, the language of executives. Kristen, you blew me away with that comment about your 800-seat auditorium being built over on Lindbergh. Uh, that's astounding to me. And that, that auditorium, as well as abundant meeting space, is available for our community groups at no cost. Talk about that and how you make that available to the community. We have great meeting space in all of our branches. Um, Every branch has an auditorium um, or a meeting space. Some of them have two. And so those are available for uh, community groups and organizations to book, to use, um, and it is free. And uh, we have a couple of sign-up periods during the year. They are wildly popular and are often reserved quickly. And then the library also uses them, of course, for our programs. Um, So those are reserved first. But it is an incredible uh, resource. And having the new space um, in the Clark Family Branch is going to be even better because uh, it can be divided up into smaller spaces where there could be a story time going on in one room and a neighborhood association might be meeting in another room and there might be an author, a smaller author event um, in another room. And we, I mean, so much so that we need to think through how we use that event space. It'll be very different than just having a meeting room. A great resource for the community, centrally located, good parking, and free. So, Kristen, you've mentioned the Clark's Center a couple of times. Is that uh, Bob Clark's family, the amazing leader of Clayco here in St. Louis? It is, in fact, um, Bob Clark and his family. He made a donation um, to the library of uh, $6 million. And um, he is going to, his family, obviously, will um, the library will be named after his family. And then he's also... Um, given us dollars. Part of those dollars are for programming, um, for literacy programming um, into the future. So it's great to have someone uh, see the value of a library and see all the things that we do. We really, um, we stand up every day to support this region. And we especially did during the pandemic and we continue to stand up. And I think complex problems require complex solutions. And we are here for that discussion. So um, that's that's just who who we are at the St. Louis County Library. I mentioned your honor from St. Louis Magazine um, as a thought leader shaping the region. And when you said the word literacy, That takes me back to you being a thought leader. Talk to us about the needs of literacy and what it really means. It doesn't just mean being able, for me, it doesn't mean just being able to read, certainly that, but talk about our needs as a region when it comes to literacy. You know, I think it's a an issue across the United States, but we we have to we have to figure this out. Kids need to be able to read and to be reading at an early age, and we need to encourage caregivers and families to start reading from really before day one. I mean, even in in the in the womb, and um, it's so important. You can't. You have to be able to read to fill out forms to look for a job. Um, Medicine, to, to medicine, instructions, right, all everything. of that, yes. and just just to enjoy enjoy life. It's it's really uh, it's really challenging, and so we have a lot of resources for adults that 
um, need assistance with literacy skills, as well as obviously for kids. Um, but we do have a number of programs and reading material for adults that struggle with reading, and we really try and be there for them too. You know, years ago, before we thought about things like adults and and lower literacy levels, they would be sent to the kids area to to read materials and you don't want to send an adult to read a kid's book because they're struggling with um, learning to read so we have resources available for adults who um, want to learn to read and also for new um, people that are new to our country we have welcoming ambassadors at all of our branches so those are library uh, employees that are designated as people who are assisting people from other countries that are new to the region with all the library has to offer we have a lot of resources for for immigrants and you know st louis is welcoming a ton of immigrants all the time and we want them to feel welcome in the library so I think that immigrant comment is so important. St. Louis has struggled really with population growth uh, versus other large cities in our country. And one of the paths forward, I think, has been identified as, as new immigrants, accept, be accepting more immigrants. You actually have an ability to translate things into 17 different languages, many languages. How are you doing that in terms of your outreach to the international communities? Well, diversity is just who we are. It's just um, runs through every um, every aspect of library programs and services, and we offer programs for um, a variety of. Um, groups in St. Louis. We have story times, uh, bilingual story times for uh, people who were English isn't their second language. Um, we also have um, a new um, database called The Shelf, and that's for our Hispanic community um, where it gives them access to all kinds of resources and movies that are in Spanish. Um, so it's just a just another part of um, what we do and who we are. And, and I think there are lots of studies out there that talk about that immigrants are um, not only important for the community, but they also start small businesses. And um, we really try and um, promote our small business resources and entrepreneurial resources to new new families coming to the United States for the first time and choosing St. Louis as a place to live. Now, you and I are, are mothers of boys, yes. uh, young men, I should say, and there is a certain point at which reading is not cool <laughs> and boys lose interest. Uh, but graphic novels and comic books, all those things are keeping bringing boys back, if you will. Yeah, we are seeing, we see a ton of te- teens in the library, both um both boys and girls, and um, they are interested in all these different genres. And teen and young adult um, books, I like to read them. I think lots of adults read them, too. They're interesting, um, really good to see people writing books, um, diverse authors writing books, and then having books that, that boys and other teens like as well. Michael, I, we didn't say this, but did you realize that sitting with us is uh, St. Louis's most influential businesswoman from oh, 2015? Oh, I think I knew that. I, yes, yeah, I, I did know I that. Think, uh, your <laughs> reputation stands uh, out there, Chris. Exactly. So we're going to take a break and come back and, and talk about what it means um, in her position to carry and to receive such honors like that. I, I, I know 
personally, uh, that she is doing many, many things, as we have been discussing here on PNCC Speak, the language of executives. We'll be back with more on KMOX. Our guest on PNCC Speak is the CEO and director of St. Louis County Library, Kristen Sorth. Kristen, it's been so great having you in studio. Oh, thanks for having me. Are you going to take our new slogan, the library is loud? Of course. We will. We won't even ask for any pay. We should just put it, we'll put it on in all of our buildings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kristen, it occurs to me, just listening to you, that we have a very broad audience here at the the mighty KMOX, and you're talking about the St. Louis County Library. So how does the county library interface with our St. Louis Public Library downtown, as well as all the various community libraries? Well, we don't care who, what library people go to. We just want them to go to a library. And so we try and make that as easy as possible. We have reciprocal borrowing with um, the City Library, St. Charles, City County Library, all the municipal libraries in St. Louis County, Jefferson County, and Franklin County. So that is really a huge uh, geographical area where people can get library cards for free and come in and use our resources or our patrons can use um, the other library's resources. We always try and partner as much as possible with St. Louis Public Library. We uh, uh, merged our catalogs last year. So that means with one library card, you can go in and see all of the materials available in the city library and the county library, and you can request you could request a book um, from the county library, and it will be delivered to your branch in the city, and vice versa. So we really want to remove barriers. We also have um, we started loaning hotspots at the same time they did. They do born to read. Um, we do born to read. Um, we really try and make it as seamless as possible, and we feel like. We're a perfect example of regional collaboration, which sometimes isn't Doesn't a thing. Doesn't exist. <laughs> isn't a thing, but um, the libraries have, have figured out a way and um, to do that, and we think it's important for the region. And, and throw in there, if you would, the St. Louis County Library Foundation. I, I hear that mentioned a lot. What's the role of the foundation? We have um, the St. Louis County Library Foundation, and they are the the charitable arm of the St. Louis County Library. So they um, fundraise, privately fundraise for us. Um, we are, of course, tax-supported. And then they um, additional programs like our Born to Read program where every baby born in a hospital goes home with a library book and a library card and early literacy resources or our Career Online High School program for adults who don't have their high school diploma. They can go back to school um, and get an online high school diploma going through courses and the foundation fundraises for that Um, and for building enhancements. And um, they're just an incredible group of individuals who are very passionate about the library. They also are the biggest supporter of our author series. And all the things you have mentioned probably add up to the reason that the library received the 2022 National Medal for Museum and Library Service. It's a mouthful. It is. What does the award (laughs) mean to you and what is it about, really? It really is the highest recognition that a library can receive in the nation. And it is just incredible. Um, It recognizes all of the hard work that our library employees do every single day. They're, you know, kind and generous and compassionate and creative. And they do all these things for the community. And they worked so hard during the pandemic 
to really support people who are struggling and that this is a recognition of that. So we were very excited. It's very competitive. Um, only a handful of libraries um, receive it each year, and we were really excited about it. So is it, it is it a medal? Is it flowers? Is it's it dinner? A, what is it? It's a medal. <laughs> it is an actual medal. Um, I was thinking I went to Washington, D.C. There's an award ceremony, and um, that they mail the medal back. But I have heard that there are people that wore their medal back. But we have it framed. <laughs> we have it framed. And we also won that same year we won um, Missouri Library of the Year, which is an, a, another incredible um, uh, recognition of the work that we've been doing to support the region. I feel like you you called me sappy earlier. Michael called me sappy earlier, which is okay. I'm, I'm definitely a sappy, emotional woman. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like when I say the library saves lives that I'm not overstating it, really. You're not over... No, I mean, I... I, I can give you an example. We just had a, a woman who was the victim of domestic violence, and literally she left her house and came to the library. That happened last week. And so we are we are um, open. We are safe. We are um, nobody asks questions. We're welcoming um, you. We're everywhere, you know, we're 20 locations in St. Louis County, and then this, the city has locations all over the city. So people just feel comfortable coming, and since they're there, we want to do as much as we can for them while they're there, whether it be helping their children learn to read or, you know, giving them a meal over over lunch during the summer when they don't have summer, they don't have school meals. Well, you certainly bring people in. One of the things you do so well are your author events. You know, I can remember a time, many times, where you drive down the street and you see uh, hundreds of people in line at, to hear your authors. Talk about those and, and how that happens. So we have had um, this amazing author series um, for many years, and we um, we always say that it's the largest or one of the largest author event series of any public library in the country. Um, St. Louis loves their authors, likes to come out and listen. Um, we have really great moderators, like Carol um, has moderated um, some of our events. And um, in the old building, we would move the shelves, move the tables, and... Um, we would be open till five, close for an hour. All those tables would be moved. 800 chairs would be set up and then people would line up to come in because everyone wants to be in the front row. So we have had Laura Bush, Madeline Albright, Al Gore, and then every popular Rick Riordan for people um, with kids who love to read his books. We've had um, you name it, we've had it. We have Ann Cleves coming up um, soon, and she's a really popular mystery writer. And we just had um, Julia Quinn, who um, wrote all the Bridgerton books and has written Queen Charlotte. Um, and we had like 500 people come out for that. So um, it's so fun to see people treat authors like rock stars. Really? So much fun. I, I've had friends call me can I get a seat? And I'm like, I am not in charge of anything. So <laughs> but just the, and it brings in people from all walks of life that the series does. It does. And we had Art Garfunkel a couple years ago, <laughs> and I had a woman offer me money to give her his 
water glass. Oh my! And I was like, "That's odd." No, <laughs> I thought you were going to say lock of hair, but yeah, no. that's in the same genre. No. I think. By well, the way, Kristen, I I think of Carol as a rock star. So, yeah, of course. And it's not just the radio connection. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate that, Michael, very much. It, all of this uh, costs money to do what you do, uh, and you have a gala. That's coming up, the Gatsby Gala. Tell us about that and how people can get involved. Yeah, we have that's coming up in August, and it is our first um, gala type event since pre pandemic. We did a food truck event um, outside. Uh, for a couple years during the during the pandemic, and um, our the ticket tickets are available. We have sponsorships for tables um, and other other types of sponsorships. But people can go on the St. Louis County Library Foundation's website and buy tickets. We would love to see them. Um, it is um, usually held at the headquarters building, but that's closed for construction, so it'll be out in Chesterfield at um, at a new venue. All right, before we let her go. We have to ask. She's the CEO of St. Louis County Library. What are you reading, Kristen Sorth? <laughs> so, um, Kristen, I, I, I know I know the answer to this. I'm so I'm asking, and she and I have this the answer in common. Yes. So I like to read um, romance novels Me and too. cozy mysteries. So that's a mystery where. Um, it's not gruesome, like that. It's a cute, like there's usually a dog that helps solve the mystery. <laughs> or and sometimes I like books about vampires. So, um, so I um, I am reading. I have a series that I love. It's called um, The Country Club Murders, and they it's based in the 70s in Kansas City. Oh. And um, there's this woman who um, is just a woman, and people she happens to find bodies, and then she. <laughs> solves the mystery but like think about the 70s there's no cell phones right there there no gps no gps no nothing and so she there's a lot of talk about tab for people who used to know what tab drinking tab tab, Mm -hmm. they wear dr shoals shoes (laughs) and she has a mr coffee (laughs) and so it's just awesome and i like to read things that um are not stressful because you know like some sometimes like I said, complex problems, complex solutions. I like to go home and read books that are not complex. 600 employees, a $50 million budget. I, you can read whatever you want. That's right. So, Kristen, I got a question. When I was a kid, my favorite was Encyclopedia Brown. Do they still have those books? I think we still have Encyclopedia Brown. I liked those books, I too. I love those books, and you, you would be eager to get the next one before anyone else could, and you'd read them cover to cover right away. And that's I, that's my memory of a childhood, always going after those books. I love that, Michael. Another slogan, St. Louis County Library, eager to get the next one. Right. <laughs> right. Or read romance novels. <laughs> <laughs> Could you love her more? Yes. The director and CEO of St. Louis County Library, Kristen Sorth. Happy anniversary, by the way. 25 oh, years and thank going you. strong at the St. Louis County Library. And by the way, uh, you can listen to this podcast again. You can save it, send it to other people, and listen to our previous podcast by going to kmox.com slash pnccspeak. Kristen, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Michael, always a joy to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you. And thank you all for joining us for another podcast of PNCC Speak, the language of executives.